Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a show where we get to talk to a wide variety of interesting people on a plethora of topics. Today uh, is the very first day of classes at Kentucky Wesleyan College, and so I thought, what better to do than to pull an extremely busy student out of classes and sit that person down with me to have a chat. So Simon Hansen has, has graciously agreed to appear on the show and Simon, I want for you, uh, before we get into our conversation, just to give a background of yourself, what got you to Kentucky Wesleyan College, what year you are here, and what you do. All right, excellent. Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction. I really appreciate that. Um, so a little background on me. Um, I am uh, currently a junior hours-wise, but that is, a, is my second year. I took a lot of college classes in high school and mm-hmm. uh, gotten, got a little bit ahead that way, and that helped out a lot. And I'm currently a psychology major, and if I keep <laughs> on the same track, I'll uh, have a political science minor as well. Wonderful. Oh, so you're, and, and outside of classes, what do you do? What, what are, what are you, what kind of likes do you have? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm fascinated by the, by human beings and, and human mind and behavior, which is why I, I chose to why you're a psychologist. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that's always fun. I, I read a lot of books on that, on that topic. Some of my favorite authors are, uh, Jonathan Haidt, Gad Sad, and, um, both of them are profound psychologists. Mm-hmm. Um, Gad Sad's evolutionary psychologist and, uh, Jonathan Haidt. He's, uh, I believe his expertise is clinical in nature, but he has mm-hmm. all kinds of research. Uh, I do that. I, I, uh, I work for Dr. Mahesh Malani as his mm-hmm. uh, executive assistant and I hope uh, manage a lot of his, his real estate. And um, hopefully that will end up uh, playing into what I want to do uh, with my psychology degree. I'd like to consult for businesses as well as have a, my own personal private practice. For, oh, wonderful. For How many hours do you put in a week with, with your with is that job? Your job? Is it a job internship? Is it a f- it's kind of a, it's a very interesting gray area. So, um, it's, it is a job. I do do work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an, I wouldn't say it's an official educational internship. Okay. Um, but I am learning a, a world of inf- new information insofar as like real estate. I've, uh, I've been working since I could. I was, I started out when I was 14 and wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I was very, um, I was very fortunate to have those sort of opportunities. Not many places hire 14 year olds, uh, no. but I worked at holiday rolls. Shouts out to them there. That was an excellent job. Anyone 14 holiday rolls should check it out. Um, but uh, it's just really, it's really interesting to me to see just like how the process of acquisitions go and how you handle um, larger amounts of money than I'd ever be able to <laughs> at this at this point in my life. So it's very lucky there. And I put in um, during the summer it was full time, and and, okay. right, and around now I do I do ten hours a week there, and I'm uh, I'm looking for more for more work just to just to keep up right now. Oh, sounds like you keep yourself busy outside of the classroom. So what, what are you taking for classes this semester? This semester, I have uh, counseling psychology with uh, Dr. Lionel Phelps. Mm-hmm. He's a wonderful professor. Um, I have uh, cognitive psychology with uh, Dr. Angela Mackey. And then I have uh, concepts in chemistry. Okay. And the lab that goes with that. And there's, there's one more psychology class that I'm, that I'm missing at the moment. But it will come to you. It will come to me. And, and when it does, you can text me what, what, it, what it was. Very so, well. So your junior year, uh, after today, you are officially half done with your college career. How does that feel? Um, honestly, um, very like, I, like I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> so, so that's nice. Um, a little intimidating, if I'm being honest as well. I mean, I'm, I'm young. Um, and uh, I think, I think as, you know, most young people kind of have a little bit of tribulation trying to, trying to you know, set down their life paths but i, I like to think that the, the field of study that i chose to, to pursue is, is very versatile and that's and very fortunate it's very fortunate for me so great yeah. well one of the questions i'd asked earlier and we got a little bit off topic so let me pull you back into okay. that area this how did you hear about kentucky wesleyan college and what got you to enroll 
into the college and are you glad you did so right um so uh yeah i'm i'm immensely i'm immensely happy here i've made a whole lot of friends um the thing the major thing um that drew me to this to this institution i i'm from the owensboro area uh, mm-hmm. not originally uh we've been my family's been here for 15 years now so i've practically grown up here and it's always uh, been a beacon in the community and uh, the people of owensboro are very glad that, that we are here and that's good um, to hear yeah, I think so as well. And, I, and anyone that I've known personally that's graduated from this institution has, has gone on um, to do good things just because of all the opportunities and all the for mentorship as well as um, just the small class sizes. You actually know who's teaching you. And, you know, uh, very few questions go unanswered if you go looking in the right place. So, And that's great to hear. And I do like to tell parents and students alike that at a college of size, and especially given the history of Kentucky Wesleyan College, that you are sort of forced into a leadership position at some time or another during your undergraduate tenure here, whether or not you wish to be. It just, it happens because of the way things move. And I first met you on a Zoom call, though, for those of us who have gone through and are still going through COVID, Zoom calls have become second nature. I always like to call them the Brady Bunch hour. But Mm -hmm. um, we pulled you into a leadership position at that point. We were discussing policies for the fall. And uh, you were very open with us and, and really helped how we set some of those policies. Right. So not trying to out you as a person who, who, who gave ideas that the final decisions were mine, but, but having that input was, was great. And thank you. Um, I have to tell you, I was extremely impressed at the articulate nature of, of what came through. So uh, let's go back because I did meet you at, at really what was a difficult conversation mm-hmm. about what do we do about COVID and, and how do we get through the semester after last year of doing virtual classes all year and, and really having, I, I know that the faculty and staff had a very difficult time. I know the students also it just was not quite the experience that we try to uh, have at the higher education level. So going into this year, what do you see is different? What do you see is working? What do you see is not working? Right. Um, so going into this year, um, I think, I think that Having everyone here, um, from an educational standpoint as well as a, a social, and, and if I may, if I dare say, a psychological standpoint, I think it's I think it's much <laughs> you, I think it's much. You healthier. should say that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Practicing. But um, I think I think from all those from all those viewpoints, it's it's the best decision is to have everyone here in whatever capacity is possible. Um, so I think I think that you all manage that very well, and I think something as students that we don't understand is is just how responsible everyone um, in the administration and I mean, just the college staff at large feel for, for each student here. Um, I mean, you all know us personally. I mean, I'm, you're the president of my university and, you know, you're calling me by my first name. And that's, yep. that's, I appreciate that. You know, it's good to feel, it's good to feel like you, our opinions are valued. Um, and that's another thing I'll, I'll go ahead and say. I mean, that, I think that works wonders insofar as making sure that um, student concerns are, are genuinely addressed. Um, you all do a great job, this, the institution as a whole, insofar as like, getting student opinions. And I think that's something that every institution like this should aspire to. Um, so having students back, I mean, it's working so far. It's the first day. Um, and I think, I think that's great. Um, I think the vax, the vaccine clinic that's free as well as the cash incentive that the college mm-hmm. is providing the $250 incentive that I think, I think that really, um, motivates people, um, to get vaccinated. And, you know, I think, I think beyond well, and the FDA has now formally approved the Pfizer vaccine. Right. And I think Moderna will follow closely behind which is which is very encouraging especially for um those of us in academia because i think i think whenever you um whenever you make a critical health decision like that you want to make sure that that everything um 
all your ducks are in a row and, and such that um, the people that are much more educated than us on those topics. I mean, you're a chemistry major. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure but you're not a medical doctor. You're so not a medical I, doctor. I, I, I'm geeky enough to, to read all the different science information that is coming out on them. And, and um, I enjoy reading that information, but I right. am the first to say that uh, I am not a medical doctor and I did not stay at a holiday and express this last weekend. So I, uh, right. I, I will go on their expert opinion. Fair. And that's, and that, that's, and that's excellent. Um, and I think, um, all that, all that, all that just goes to say that, um, I think, I think that having that approval, um, from, from the FDA will, uh, do a, a world to actually help people ease their, ease their fears. Um, because now the, you know, the government, I feel like is actually accountable. Right. And, um, I think, I think that kind of, um, is one of the biggest, uh, problems that we've seen just during the, um, the COVID era, I think there's a lot of public discontent, even more so than there was, um, insofar as uh, the government and just different different regulations go. And I think um, it's a shame that the, this this medical issue has become hyper politicized. Um, I agree with you on that. Yeah. So, but there's that, and I think I mean going back to what works and what doesn't work at, at KWC, insofar as um, encouraging vaccination goes, and um, just different COVID policies. I would say that. I mentioned in our meeting that um, it has become hyper-politicized, just like I said. And um, because of that, um, there's nothing that we can do as a private institution to, to mandate vaccines. I mean, I suppose, I suppose the Supreme Court has ruled on that, and we, we could very well do that. But I don't, as, as a public institution, we actually could. You could. Um, but I don't know that it would be the best pathway to follow. Right. And I noticed that IU did that, which is why I kind of kind of sidestep because there was a there was a big court case if i'm not and they won that court and they won that court case and like from a legal standpoint i would say that's 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 fair um i think uh i could go on all kinds of all kinds of tangents as far as as far as that goes but i think you know given the fact that um, this is a this is a public institution and uh, there are a lot of liability decisions that have to be made in general that um, we're very fortunate that we didn't take that route even though we could have because i think it would and i do have to confess we did mandate the uh vaccination for faculty and staff and right. they, faculty and staff tend to fall into a higher risk category, mm-hmm. and we wanted to make sure that we had them very, very protected. Uh, we also want to make sure all the students are protected. Right. However, even though students can have a very bad COVID reaction mm-hmm. uh, when they get the virus, you are in a much more healthy right. subset when it comes to that particular virus. Right. And I, and, I would, and I would make the argument insofar as that line of thinking goes that I, it's probably the best course of action just because you have you know you have uh, 700 students but you might you might only have 100 faculty members so right. you, go, you go to faculty meetings you start getting people sick you know problems problems occur so um i wouldn't be surprised um from a governmental standpoint if eventually you have to have the vaccine to do things like travel or um something like new york state is, is having you know vaccine mandates and i think um i think that that makes people i think that makes people deeply insecure um because no one likes being told what to do. No. no one likes feeling like they're not in control of their own lives. And no one, no one likes feeling like they're not being understood or listened to. Well, and I think one of the things we're going to find with this virus, very similar to the flu or the common cold, mm-hmm. is we are not going to wipe it out. It right. is going to become an endemic issue. It is something w- which will have uh, waves that come through in any given year, same as does the flu and, and same as cold season. And and it may be possible that you get a shot every year, much like you do with the flu, for those who choose to do so. Right. And I, I think that is where we, we're going to have to learn how to live with what, is, what was a new virus, which now is becoming uh, much more known. Right. And I think, 
I think I I completely agree, and I think that just in the long term, I think um, people should should make their peace. Um, just, yes, yes, yeah. that's that, that's my personal opinion. It's um, you can't change what you have no control over, and at this point, um, I think it's it's fairly obvious that that the only people that have control over this virus is there are individuals, and it's it's an individual choice um, whether or not you choose to get vaccinated. But like I said in the meeting, yeah, everyone has to face the consequences of that Correct. choice. Um, you know, I made. I made the decision to get vaccinated for, for personal reasons. I was working in a nursing home. My mother works was working in a nursing home at the time. Um, I knew many people that practically grew up in that nursing home. Just coming in, you know, after school, I walked to there from schools where my mom worked, and I knew a lot of people that died. And it's, yeah. you know, it's it's very unfortunate. And I think that a lot of people, unless they've experienced that or knew someone that get, got really sick, or um, you know, have someone in their life that gets really sick often, like those immunocompromised folks. I don't think that's something you understand until you're in that position. I agree. Every, we all come at, from, we have our internal beacon and, right. and our internal pathway. And, uh, so we all come at the virus from a slightly different area. I, I was ready to get vaccinated. I was one of the early folks when, when we were asked to wear masks, if we could help slow the spread, I was for that. Mm-hmm. When vaccines came out, I was looking forward to mine. I was not in a high risk category, so I had to wait. And unfortunately, uh, before I was able to get the vaccine, I got COVID. Oh. Uh, so it was an unpleasant experience. I think I had moderate, uh, moderate symptoms at, at most, but it was still something I don't want to have twice. Right. So I have been vaccinated and I with, we have to do yearly boosters. I will do the same with those as I did with the flu shot. I will get in line and do that. Right. So. And, and I think, I think, I think that's just the best course of action that, you know, that you can, you can have. I mean, I think, uh, Speaking firsthand as someone that actually had had it, you know, it's not it's not fake. You know, no, that's good no. to know. Uh, so there's that. Uh, it, it is it is very real, and I, I'm glad you're glad you're okay now, though. Oh, yeah. I, my my wife quarantined with me, never had a symptom. Really? Didn't test her. Don't know if she's asymptomatic or just did not get it. But uh, mm. I'm not as happy with her as I used to be. <laughs> you're supposed to share and share alike. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very glad she didn't have to go through right. the same thing. Uh, so it was it was nice, but. I am I'm a, a believer as are you in in the vaccine and and the safety thereof with almost 200 million shots now haven't been given and we know there are some a small percentage of, of folks do have severe side effects mm-hmm. and I feel very sorry for those people but overall you're much more safe getting the vaccine than you are getting covid and right. and that's something to know I, I want to get off covid a little bit okay you um, I'd asked you how how we were doing this year as it started and and you mentioned some of the things we were doing well where are this uh, where are some of the things we need to improve well um insofar as the university itself i did i did fill this question to uh friends and, and colleagues mm-hmm. so um i i think that uh from the commuter standpoint i, I do commute mm-hmm. disclosure um i think uh, it would be uh it would behoove us to to think about a a practical program to incentivize commuter participation in activities and i think that there are a lot of commuters that are that are hyper motivated and 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 they um they want to be involved all the time just because it's like you're not on campus but you still want that on-campus experience and i think there are a lot of people that want to uh, i mean not a lot not the majority but there there are there is a sizable population that comes to school mm-hmm. and they and then they go they go to work and i think I, I respect that and i work and you got to do what you got to do but i think if we could find a find a, a strategy i suppose to kind of incorporate more commuter folks in, into into the campus so that everyone felt included, and I don't I don't know that that's something that is the fault of the institution. I wouldn't say that. I think that's again, it's kind of like an individual prerogative. But I don't know how we might 
go. But again, it, yeah. it, it's a different environment when you're commuting right. uh, than when you're living directly on, on campus. Right. What if we had a student commuter committee? Right. And we do. So I will say that on the SGA, we do have um, a commuter committee for, for student government. Folks, now I, what I would like to do, and maybe this is something that I could kind of do within my role at SG, in SGA, would be to, to kind of um, organize, you know, a bi-monthly or a monthly meeting of of all the commuters that would like to show up to actually talk about concerns. I have a Snapchat group mm-hmm. um, with with the commuters in, in my class that I um, that I, I know before SGA meetings. Be, anything you want, want you to address. I, you know, I'm talking to the president today about COVID. Anything you want me to, anything you like me to say, in so far as like what what you all believe. Um, and um, you know most people are pretty are pretty content. I mean, really, in so well, that's far that's good. That's good to know. Yeah, and a lot of commuters are really involved in sports and, and things of that nature mm-hmm. as well. So that's not so. I didn't mean to discount all the all the sports people. I mean, there are all other things to do besides besides clubs on the college campus. Oh, too. sure. Well, yeah. we're a little over fifty percent athletes right. on on campus, right. and so it it becomes a big part of a lot of students' lives. Right. Right. And like that's totally and that's totally respectable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so I think I think insofar as because uh, I think maybe it might might be something on a on a club by club basis that people might need to might need to work on just figuring out ways to kind of incentivize people that don't play sports and don't really participate in clubs like sure to kind of and I don't I think with uh, with our ice cream socials like we had um, for the freshman yesterday uh, where we have all these it's like a it's like a club fair yeah. Um, and I think I think those are excellent opportunities. That's how I got involved. Okay. And I think okay. that I think that you all do an excellent job of advertising that. So it's so it's more uh, like I said, just a matter of, of figuring out on a organization by organization. Well, let me make this offer to you. Okay. And I know Dean McQueen does a very good job with how she runs student life, and and they're always looking for new ideas. But let me make this offer to you that any time this year, mm-hmm. uh, and, and this would be for any club really, but especially for the commuters, since mm-hmm. that's what we've been chatting about today is. Pull me in when you okay. have the meetings and and have the discussions. Make sure that that your ideas are getting to me, and we can incorporate whatever we are able. Uh, right. So I am going to have to stop here. We generally go for fifteen minutes. We're a little bit over. Okay. Uh, this has been fascinating, and I'm so glad you came on. It's, it's, it's so much fun. So yeah. before we end, I want to make sure that you get the last word, so okay. you can finish the show in any way you like. All right. Let's think here. You have to do it quickly. Have to do it quickly. All right. Go Panthers. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that is perfect. Simon, thank you so much for coming on. And, and I will try to have you back on in a couple of months to see how we're doing and, and, and just to see how you're doing in your junior year. Excellent. It's been a great pleasure, Dr. Mason. I really right. appreciate the opportunity. And, and for all of you out there listening, have a great afternoon. Stay cool. It's a little bit warm right now, but winter is coming. Thank you and bye. <laughs>